Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You found the Playmakers on CBS Sports Radio 1140. So everybody painting themselves up tonight. Avalanche Golden Knights. Gonna go watch it with your friends, watch it with your enemies, watch it with your neighbors. This is it tonight. Nobody wants to go back to Denver next week. After the Knights came back in game five, turned things around, and Mark Stone did the Mark Stone thing. Yep. Blocks a shot, which leads to another block shot. But you know what? I'm smart, and I've already started to skate down the ice because I know that my guy, Max Patre, is going to send me the puck. I'm going to go on a semi-breakaway, and then I'm going to beat um, a Vesna finalist far side high glove and cap off, uh, as you said, Paul, a comeback in the third period. So you start thinking about it as fans, and certainly as a team, they have to be completely aware of it, as they are, as you as you listen to the press conferences, so much to where you know they were asking uh, Montreal, I can't remember, I was watching the Montreal press conference for some reason a couple of days ago, and he was talking about how if it ends up being the Golden Knights, it would be a, reunif- a reunification of him and Max Pacioretty. Yes. Formerly Montreal, former captain there, and mm-hmm. along the lines of, well, we're this deep in the playoffs, one, it's not going to matter who we play because all the teams are going to be good at this point, mm-hmm. but it's not even going to be about friendships, it's about getting the job done. So as you walk into the Golden Knights locker room right now, Lindsay, mm-hmm. and you and Pete DeBoer has just lost his voice, and he goes, Lindsay, I'm tapping you on the shoulder, I need you to tell these guys what they need to do here in game six. Is it a rah-rah inspirational speech? Is it a reminder of, hey, listen, we've been through adversity. We've already been through it in this series. We were in it in the last series. And as I said right before we went to the break, we don't want to go back to Denver in 48 hours. I think it's more of a kind of trust yourself and trust the the teammates sitting on your right and your left type of speech. Because, I mean, you could do the rallying call, but I don't think they really need it. They're the ones with with all of the momentum in, in their hands. They're going to be on home ice. They're playing well. Um, you don't really need to go through X's and O's because it doesn't matter at this point. It's about trusting that process, trusting the game plan and the system that that they have implemented since DeBoer was brought on to to kind of steady this this ship, and then that they've all put in the 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 reps on this season, and then over the course of their uh, their their career and like from the first second that you put the skates on and it's easy for these moments to kind of get uh over inflated a little bit because it's a it's a very significant moment it's a huge opportunity that they have in front of them and they've had a couple of those this year and haven't been uh as able to uh to secure those as well as they might uh would have liked to but this is a whole new team right now and i 
I won't want to say I'm, I was surprised that they came back and won in game five, but I was certainly shocked. And when you have that type of comeback victory and to have it capped off with an overtime winner from expressive Mark Stone, we've talked about this ad nauseum all season, Paul, about what he means to this team and when he produces what that means. And it just... I'm right on the edge of full belief right now of like, and I I try not to get there. Like I leave games a few minutes early. Like I left game seven, a few minutes early on purpose because I don't want to fall in love with this team and what they were able to do. But it's hard not to, when you see the level of hockey that's being played by them. And when you have an opportunity in front of you, like you do now, like that's what gets you out of the bed at five in the morning to go put your skates on and skate sprints. And it doesn't matter if you're on that team or if you're in the studio with us or or at home taking your own kid to hockey practice or your kid going to hockey practice yourself. Like this is everything. And so just be where you are. And like I said, trust, trust in your ability to do your job. You just go full send. And trust that other people will do the same. We've discussed the importance of Game 7s. Obviously, the last series went Game 7. This is a Game 6. This is a little bit different because the mm-hmm. Knights came into this as underdogs. They were the betting underdogs. They were the team because they did not have the home ice advantage, which we all thought was kind of like, eh, home ice advantage, is that, an, is that a thing or isn't it? It's it is actually turned not. Right, but it has turned out to be something, especially in this postseason, for a number of teams. And for the Knights to be able to flip the script, mm-hmm. it's... It's now. Nobody wants to go back to Denver in 48 hours. No, no. You don't want to give them any sliver of of hope that they still have a chance at destiny. Like, like I mentioned a few moments ago, they had a chance to clinch the President's Trophy on home ice. They were unable to do it. They had a chance to clinch against Minnesota twice, and they were unable to do it, and they had to go to seven games. And so at some point, that proactivity has to break through. And, or it doesn't, but I think they have been doing enough good things as a team. They've been they've been building it the right way. They've been generating their confidence and their, their momentum in the ways that you would expect at this point of the season. And they've taken away the mojo from the team that needs it almost just as much as, as the Golden Knights do. And so if they're able to sustain that kind of low-level frequency of keeping the right guys in the wrong places for the Colorado Avalanche... It's going to be a good time, but you still have to go out and make that commitment and that sacrifice being willing. Like, I'll take a puck to the face. I don't give a crap because that's what that might be what's needed to be done in this moment of time. In the only series that is still active right now, this is the only one that's left with a game six and a potential game seven, which we we, and we'll talk about just very lightly here. The Knights find themselves as a team that has played the most games right now in the postseason. Mm -hmm. They have they have stretched themselves out to where you could argue that the fact that they have continually been playing as opposed to the other teams who got the sweeps like the Avalanche did, Mm -hmm. that continual play has allowed them to keep a sort of rhythm, so to speak. To where, again, tonight they find themselves in a clinch in a series clinching game. Sure. To where, you know, the abs had to sit for a while. And the next opponent will have had to sit for a little bit as well. Sure. But you could say that's only that's only the answer because they're they are winning and that they're playing well. If the abs were were in the in the seat that the, the Golden Knights are now, you would just say, Well, they've been playing too much and now they're tired and the abs are rested, and so that's why they're gonna win this next game. And it could work for you. It, it could not work for you. I think 
they ha- they've had the depth to be able to cycle people through. Obviously, our lineup hasn't been like full force very much uh, in the last couple of months. But that's where like the acquisition of Alex Petrangelo comes in to, to eat up minutes, to eat up not just all minutes, but minutes in big time uh, moments in games, in, in situations to be able to match guys up saying like, well, it, not everybody can cover Nathan McKinnon. Not everybody can keep Nathan McKinnon to the outside or Kirill Kaprizov to the outside, but this guy can. And so that's where you get these kind of little slivers uh, of advantage. But it's the name of the game is that if you're doing things well, you try to do that for as long as you possibly can. Sure, well, you, sh- you shake the apple tree yeah. when you need some apples. Yeah. So, why is Nathan McKinnon not Nathan McKinnon? Because In the last three games, he has not been him. He might as well be Nate Smith. Right. Well, I, I think what the Gold Knights have done a really good job is kind of directing traffic and filtering him into areas of the ice that basically take away a lot of the weapons, a lot of the the skills in his skill set that separate him and just giving up a, a very few selections. They haven't allowed him to really build through the neutral zone to gain speed to to kind of take them by force with the rush. That's why the Golden Knights have, have tried to keep the puck in their zone, that they're going through the neutral zone very quickly so that they don't get caught up in a line change where he can hop on the ice and build that speed and then all of a sudden overtake our squad. And then when he's coming into that offensive zone, they're filtering him down the boards. They're putting him into that corner. He's a guy that almost has to stick handle to stay upright because he's so powerful and he's skating so hard. And when you're like that, when he's always kind of looking for for that shot to take, the Golden Knights have done such a good job of just being like, I'm going to get just enough in the shooting lane where he's going to have to make a different decision. Or I'm going to put my stick just over here so he's going to go you know, another 10 feet up rather than cutting at, uh, shallow across. And in these little things add up in, in the levels of frustration for him because there's a huge level of expectation placed on him. He knows that the team is only going to go as far as he can take them. And the longer that you go, we're familiar with this feeling of, of that snake bitten feeling. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a very dark place to be because it's so simply re- rectified. But if you're not in, if you're not lathered up in the right way, it's going to be really tough to do because he's the guy that everybody keys in on. It's not like he's going to be able to go out in front of the net and just be like, I'll just take, I'll just hopefully one goes off my butt. You know, sometimes that happens, but it's just the Golden Knights aren't allowing that to to be. And so unless he's able to kind of um, recapture some of his dominance, some of his alpha and, and get some speed, get some space to create, especially in the offensive zone, it's going to be the same song and dance tonight. There's a, a joke within professional wrestling circles where a a uh, an established uh, heel or established face puts out their signature move and they say it's vintage Mark Johnson or whatever it is, when they use the word vintage with Mark Stone, when he does the things that he has been doing here, mm-hmm. uh, obviously with the game winner in game five, it almost feels like, OK, I get it, but it still feels like he is playing some of the best hockey of his career, like mentally, you know, and and, and physically yeah. where he's at, just based on just his time with his team, the way he's been able to kind of bring everybody together, they put the C on him for a purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other any other way to put it is that if he's not out there, this team there's I don't I don't see it. I, just, I don't see anything else like out there on the ice or on the bench. 
because he's not the best player rolling on this team right now. Like he scores an overtime winner, and it's an unbelievable play. But we expect that for Mark Stone. We've seen that goal happen several times this season already, where he makes a good defensive play, is able to get going, and for some reason he moves faster when he has the puck versus when he without it. It doesn't and, make any and when, sense. And when he's on breakaways, when I mean, and, and we've seen Grubauer take him, you know, stone him a stone, stone a couple of times right. too. You know, it has to be a special performance by that goaltender to stop him. Yeah, it, it does. It's a 50-50 thing on those breakaways, but it's it's the moment, though, too. Like, not all breakaways are, are created equal. It's it's a lot different weight in the first five minutes of the game versus the last five or or the first shot that you're facing in overtime. Um, you're right. Mark Stone has, has been um, denied several times, but if you notice, a lot of the times when he is denied, it's because he's deking. And versus when he scored the overtime winner, that was a straight up shot. He just beat him. But those are it's really hard to beat goalies straight up because, first of all, they're all massive human beings now. Uh, They wear big pads. NHL is trying to do everything in their power to take away every little like centimeter that they possibly can. But sometimes the goalie gaps out a little bit too far outside of their crease are just off angle by Two inches where their feet are standing, but that equates to like a, a six where Mark Stone was, and that's enough of a hole where he can hit that shot. But that's not always there as an option. You're always kind of going out to try to, um, I won't say affect the shooter's decision making, but you want to make sure that you're putting up a good front. And like I said, giving him these these certain menu options, but you have to show up with with your best foot forward. And Grubauer wasn't able to do that. And sometimes Mark Stone hasn't been able to do that. But his work ethic, his hockey vision, his hockey smarts is what truly pays off dividends for this team. Um, especially when times uh, where teammates of his aren't producing as much. But luckily right now, we're getting all that in a bag of chips from the second line, and specifically Jonathan Marcheseau. How do the Avs beat the Knights tonight? How? How do they beat the Knights tonight? I mean... Be, because the momentum is not in their corner. No. Uh, they were down uh, head coach this morning due to some COVID protocols. Yep, Jared yep. Bernard's going to coach He's tonight. He's going to be behind there. And they played... Well, one and a half, if not two, really solid periods of hockey um, in, in Game Five. Like Game One or the first period of of Game Five was fifty fifty, or their uh, chances either way. And obviously, that goal against Fleury overshadowed it. But the Abs were all over him in that second period. Okay, so I'm a fan sitting mm-hmm. in my one hundred eighty dollars seat watching the Avalanche do things. What's the one thing I should be watching for? Going, oh crap, we might be in trouble tonight. If they're spend, if we're spending more time in the Vegas Golden Knights zone versus. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche, and if they're cycling the puck up high, if Nathan McKinnon is set up towards the top of the slot, like where Shea Theodore usually stands in the power play, and he's kind of hanging in there, getting shots from there, and our defense are backing up, we're starting to get kind of corralled together in the middle, that's when we're not in a good place, because that means the Avs have had controlled offensive possession, that they have the right guys out there, that they have a good um, high rotation, and that they're setting up their biggest guy for his most favorite shot, in which he's the most successful in. And so you don't want you don't want that moment to exist. So there's all these little ways that you intercept it, right, to to prevent it to happen. But if those start to kind of piece together, and, and we see a little bit more play that we saw in the second period of Game Five versus what we saw from Game Three, I think if we're somewhere in the middle, that's a happy place to be. But if most of that game is going more towards the end, I'm not saying that it's impossible for the Golden Knights uh, for for them to win. The it's of a the lot ice. tough. It's a lot tougher, and our goalie has to keep them in, keep the keep them in the game too. And so you got to keep it close. And so it's just 
it's it's the same game that you've always played. You just show up and and you take it shift by shift, and whatever um, situations arise, you just handle them. But this is a this is a team that should have a lot of belief in itself. Um, but the Abs are fighting for a lot more than their their playoff lives in right. this season Backs right now. Against the wall for so sure. it's expect a lot of fury, and that's why Ryan Reeves is back in that lineup tonight. He was uh, held out last uh, last game, so he's going to be back on that fourth line with Carrier and Colasar will be moving down to center them because, like I said, the aggression, the physicality. Maybe it's better to have him out there instead of Patrick Brown, who has been great in the lineup when he's been needed. Knights and the Avs, Game 6 tonight. We'll have keys to the game coming up in the next hour. On the way, those NFL teams who helped out their quarterbacks. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 